Hi, and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators. I just wanted to announce that my website is up, and it is called narctroopers.com. That's N-A-R-C-T-R-O-O-P-E-R-S.com. NARC Troopers. Join me there because you will find podcasts. You will also find articles and a video blog, as well as some merchandise and other items. All kinds of goodies and resources. So today we're going to talk about something that um, that I want to, well, it's this whole, what doesn't serve you? I hear that all the time. What doesn't serve you? Release it. If it doesn't serve your higher good, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me just begin by saying I'm sick of hearing about the things that serve us or don't serve us. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? I think the whole idea of something or someone serving us is deeply flawed. Um, In popular nomenclature, when something or someone no longer serves you, that means that it no longer helps you move in the direction you currently want to go. The very nature of this definition implies that it is perfectly fine and even recommended to just dispose and discard of anything, including people, who do not suit our purposes or meet our needs at the moment. There are several fallacies with this perspective, especially when it involves a life partner or family member. I don't think we can be just so uh, on a whim deciding to dispose of people because they don't serve us. Um, That carries so many implications. I find it to be absolutely morally reprehensible. People aren't always going to serve us, but sometimes we have made commitments to stick with them and just deal with it, right? Sometimes we have to serve ourselves. Well, here's my first argument. Everything and everyone constantly changes. So if we get rid of the people who don't fit our current prescription for happiness, or or maybe they can't get in alignment with our vision of what we think we want at the moment, what we think we want our lives to look like, then just toss them aside and get a replacement who is more compatible. If that's how we're going to be, I think we fail. We fail because whatever happened to the belief that a couple must take the the turns and the ups and downs and the highs and the lows and all of that together and learn from them and learn how to bend and how to go with the flow. Once a commitment has been made, you find ways to adapt, to sacrifice, to do whatever is necessary to compromise and find a solution that both that suits both individuals. What happened to the idea that blood is thicker than water? So families must try to resolve their differences because they are family. Doesn't that mean something? It requires work, sure. I I acknowledge that. 
Maybe that is the part that makes our current world resist the idea of trying to stick with their partner or troublesome family member and dig in for some creative problem solving. Change is constant, but there are always ways to build a life with someone and remain dedicated to that relationship throughout the different iterations of yourself and your identity that may evolve over the years. You don't just toss it all into the garbage. It's ridiculous. All right, so another issue with getting rid of what does not serve us is the very idea that anything actually serves us. What about serving others? In the end, isn't that what it's all about, what we do for others and not what we just did for ourselves? That's what gives our lives meaning and quality. It seems convoluted to see the world through the lens of, what am I going to get out of this? Or what is this doing for me? And how is this helping me achieve my goals? Perhaps the best way to navigate through life is to ask yourself, instead of those questions, say, how will I be enriched by putting the ones I profess to care about first above my own selfish wants and desires? Or maybe, what can I do to avoid harming other people? especially the ones who love me, right? If we can manage to frame our actions in a bigger picture and find a selfless value system, everyone wins. The soul is expanded and the heart becomes strong. Okay, so I'm going to confess I am something of a hoarder. I have trouble letting go of stuff, anything. Anybody, and whether it's my ridiculous collection of grocery bags or the drawers full of clothes that I have that I wore in high school, like we won't even talk about how far back that was. It's been a few years. Um, I hold on to all kinds of things and people. Clearly, there are extremes on both ends of the spectrum, but I would rather be on the end of the spectrum that keeps things and works on growing with them rather than on the end of the spectrum that just plows through life recklessly, seeking their own satisfaction while trashing everyone along the way who doesn't deliver or meet their needs at the moment for immediate gratification. It is not about utility. It is about humanity. When your parents no longer serve a purpose or contribute to your financial, emotional, or physical well-being, do you cast them aside and abandon them to their own devices as they age and require care and support? I don't think so. Most would say no, but there is a growing number of people who would not think twice to abandon them in order to meet their own needs. That's so important to them. It should be no different with your mate or your spouse as it would be with your elderly parents. If and when they outlive their ability to cater to your needs and wants and maybe due to illness or age, they should not be abandoned either, right? And the ability to perform a function, thus 
possessing some kind of utility in the marriage is not predicated on the idea that everything is contingent on their ability to perform or meet your every need. It's not always about you. Isn't that each individual's responsibility to make themselves happy and whole? If that is true, then the marriage serves as a union that helps each person be the best version of themselves possible. In reality, the best thing is often the hardest thing. Reduce sugar, get more exercise, limit your carbs, heaven forbid. Go to bed on time. That's really a tough one too. Being constantly fulfilled is not part of the contract. It's not how it works. You have to both give and receive at different times and in different ways in a relationship. And a certain balance or equity is achieved over many, many, many years. Longevity counts. Commitment, dedication, fidelity to a relationship to another human being that you profess to love. That's important. It's everything. You don't just take off when the going gets tough. You don't just get bored and toss them away and try to find something more interesting. It's ridiculous. That's not how things work. People are not disposable. They're not temporary like that. There are life partners and forever loves. I know everybody's heard of that, right? It's a thing and it's real. Um, so anyway, I think that you uh, have to create balance and equity. And it's just like two dancers or a couple on a motorcycle. You lean in together, you dip and sway and you bend, you stay close and you move as one. You move as one. There is beauty in that. There is power in that. So I speak of something that I've never really experienced. I've tried, but um, I still know it's true. And I dream of a love that transcends, transcends all limitations. I've witnessed it in couples who've made it through a lifetime side by side. So I know it's real. It happens. There is something so empty and hollow in the belief that it's okay to dispose of people who don't serve us. Life is not about constant fun and excitement. It's not about constant gratification and getting your desires met whenever you have one. We invest everything we have to give into another person in hopes we can be the sun to help them bloom into radiant beings who will pass on that love to the world around them through service and sacrifice. This, these things inspired by empathy and kindness, these are the things that we, where we help ourselves by helping others. I look around my city, Austin, Texas, my country, the United States of America, my planet, Earth, and I see such darkness rolling in like a summer storm. The only way to save humanity is to grow our own humanity. And the only way to do that is to stop thinking about what serves us and what doesn't serve us, what to keep and what to throw away. 
We declare our forever people, the inner circle of friends and family, the ones we would walk through the fires of hell to protect from the from just one moment of harm. We do not discard them if they fail to serve us as we wish they would. We accept their flaws. We help them to do better or to mend and heal and get well or to we defend them to the bitter end no matter what. And we extend that loyalty, that forgiveness, devotion, and love in a million small ways to every single person who we encounter each and every day. We open our minds and our hearts and do not forsake those in need. Do not measure their worth by what they can do or cannot do for us. Never assign value based on what we can get out of it or how they can serve us. It is intrinsically wrong to throw away those who love you and have forged a forever bond with you through blood or marriage. Stop asking if the people in your life serve you. Serve them. How about that? Serve them. That's the only way to be your best self. That's the only way to serve yourself. Stand by your forever people and do not betray them. In the end, whatever you replace them with that you think is so much better or nicer or more exciting or more fun or newer or fresher or whatever, it's not going to work. It's not going to matter. It's not better. It's your ability to stand by these people through the good and the bad and find ways to serve them that will ultimately give your life meaning and purpose. And if that is something that you cannot embrace, then you've got all the wrong ideas about what it is that makes life worth living. Okay, so that's it for today, guys. Uh, Hope you enjoyed that message. Uh, Let's get out there. Start serving up some good stuff. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.